Hello. <laughs> Welcome. We're doing a podcast. We're do- Hello. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to, to a podcast. Welcome to a podcast about Blossom. Uh, we've got four episodes to go, I think. Something, something like, like that. that. I think five, you know, including this one. I think. You know, last week was a pretty heavy episode. So why don't we do a complete 180 and do an episode about literally nothing? They No, they tried to make it a heavy episode. They tried to make it a heavy episode. It didn't make sense. Nothing really happened. I mean, something happened, but like, come on, guys. I, I mean, to give you audience a clue of how I felt about this episode right off the top is that uh, Don Rio was one of the writers. So that goes a long way to explain how shitty this episode was. The me. beep. The B plot in this movie was, or in this episode, was six Joey and Blossom playing Monopoly, Monopoly. and the main <laughs> plot. I'm gonna just because we, you know, we have 22 minutes to talk about this, but I'm gonna find it hard to talk 22 minutes about an episode that can be summed up in one sentence. This is the episode where Tony's fucking leaving. Yeah. But here's the here's the thing, loyal listeners. If you've been watching and listening to this show. You know that Tony hasn't been in this fucking show for like six episodes at this point. Yeah, he's been missing like half of this season. And before so like, and that, then he shows up. He shows up, and it's like already like presupposed that we know he's leaving. He's like, yeah. yeah so you know how we're leaving? Uh, no, nobody knows that. No. Nobody even thought like we all thought you were gone already. Well, oh no, but there was that episode. One of the last times we saw him, they were talking about like. I'm going to take this job in like Montana or something. Right. Oh yeah. That rings a bell. It was so long ago though. <laughs> exactly. But, but the thing is, is the first time we see him in this episode. Okay. So before that happens, we just get a, the worst opening scene cold open ever. And it's literally just Frank and Kennedy playing cards and talking about <clears throat> what adults say to each other when they're in love. And that's it. That's the whole shit. And they make some joke. There was like a non-joke, whatever. We're going to go back to what I was saying. Tony is like, we had talked about going to this place that's somewhat close that would allow me to be still written onto this show, but we're moving to the furthest possible spot away from Studio City, Los Angeles, California to uh, off the coast of Rhode Island. Bricker, Blocker Island. Block block Island, I think. Yeah. Blocker Island. Anyway. Um, anyway, I'll, if, can I, if I can interrupt for just a sec, I realize why things seem so disjointed and why, like, after six episodes of him being gone, he's suddenly like, remember how we're leaving? Oh, well, we're going somewhere else. Because they filmed it. They were watching it not in the order that we were supposed to. Like, this episode was supposed to be, like, six episodes ago. And they just, for whatever reason, rearranged the episode order. Oh, yeah. So, like, those six episodes where we didn't see Tony, this episode was supposed to have happened already. It was supposed to. Do you know that for Did you just look that up? I did not just look that up. I just am speculating uh, because it makes so much sense. Because in the old school, the old days, sitcoms very frequently were aired out of order. We've talked about that a lot. Sometimes they'll, you know, release them in order on a DVD set or whatever in the proper order. And you're like, why are all these things happening in a weird order? I think this happened in like season two as well, where we got things that weren't happening in the proper order, but on television, since it went week to week and the ship's all filmed over the summer, um, they, this probably that probably could have aired in sequence. Maybe it didn't maybe 
they just were like, oh, fuck, we, uh, Tony has one more episode on his contract. We better get that out of the way. And then <laughs> yeah. Michael He's Stoyan being paid out. for all these episodes that he's not in. <laughs> yeah, we should probably uh, have him exit staged right. I wonder if that was a thing, too. They were like, listen, you're Blossom's brother. You're not the main character of the show. So your contract is not going to be every episode. Like, your contract's going to be, like, only 90% of the episodes. So then by the end, they were like, well, we don't have to pay you for, like, 10 of these episodes. Yeah, so you only have to be in six episodes in the final season. Plus, you want to go off and do uh, some movies on your own, uh, including the Michael, (laughs) uh, the uh, Winter, fucking, what's his name from Bill and Ted? uh not ooh. what's ted's name mike michael winters no uh hey you google know. we have you know we haven't had google on the podcast in a while uh hey google who played ted in bill and ted's excellent adventure ted was played by keanu reeves oh uh i'm sorry google who played bill in bill and ted's excellent adventure you're not listening anymore. You son of a bitch. Just oh, Alex Winter. Alex Winter. Thank you. So he's in that movie. Alex went with Alex Winter directed uh, called Freaks. I think was it called Freaks? I don't know. Where him and his like girlfriend become like the two the Siamese twins two headed person. Um, I'm not asking uh, Google again. No, that's fair. That uh, oh, here's an interesting thing. This episode was written by Judith D. Allison, who and Don like- Rio who I feel like hasn't written an episode in quite some time. In some time. And, and this Gil Junger or whatever, who's yeah. been directing for when Ted Wass isn't directing, just, just doing some basic fucking shit. Doesn't really try anything. Um, yeah. Also, do, do, do you get the feeling like everybody is phoning it in except for Ted Wass? Yeah, which makes him look hammy because he's the only one trying. Yeah, but he's like he's like a good actor compared to the rest of them. It feels like uh, I don't know. Carol's Carol's still good. She's, she's on. Like, she's still on like Guiding Light or whatever TV TV sitcom. Not sitcom. But she's, she's, she's got like one episode or one line per episode. Yeah, but she looks good doing it. That's true. She's a very attractive uh, British lady. Um, okay, so it's a rare combination. So yeah, he racist, well, after he. Re- <laughs> <laughs> after Tony reveals that he's moving to Blocker Island, which is uh, somewhere in Massachusetts, which really is about as far away from Los Angeles as you can get, Nick is like, okay, well, you know, we can deal with it. And then it cuts to Nick freaking out at Carol about how, like, my only son, or <laughs> my best son is leaving. Uh, he's taking my grandson away, he's taking this whole family away. Now, this is 1994. We're about, we were talking about this while we were watching it, and it's about a year before commercial internet, let alone any like real way to stay in touch. But the thing is, is like, They're can they just not? Yeah, can <laughs> they not? They they treat Tony's departure from this show like every sitcom about somebody dying and them having like a fantasy on their deathbed about seeing all the people that they loved throughout their life or throughout that. Which, show. I mean, it would make sense if we weren't like four episodes from the end of the show. Like we're about to have the tearful goodbye with everybody in like yeah. four episodes. Like yeah. why are we dedicating a whole episode to, to everybody weeping over Tony moving away? Why are they if, like him- a 28 year old man. He's finally moving out. Yeah. Why are they treating no one him is like, like he's dying? 
He doesn't. He's not. He doesn't have terminal cancer. He isn't on like his oh, he deathbed. <laughs> he's he's like he's gonna come home at Christmas. They hardly. There's a scene later on in this episode too, where like Blossom's like we, you know, or Tony's like I've been busy, and Blossom's like yeah. He probably doesn't see these guys very frequently anyway. Yeah, he's probably he's got a job and a kid. Like yeah, I get it. I, I see you once every two weeks through a Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for internet, well, podcasts wouldn't exist. So we sure wouldn't be doing this. No. Do you think we we'd be a... calling each other up on the phone being like, <laughs> hey, did you see Blossom this week? We, okay. So I guess the 90s equivalent would be like if we had a college radio show or a radio show at all um, and a pandemic hit. Pirate, so we can't be in radio person. Show. Yeah, pirate radio. So pandemic hits in the 90s and we can't see each other. So we just have to cancel the whole shit. Yep. <laughs> well, unless unless one of us still did the radio show and the other person called in. Uh, brilliant. Let's do that. And it would be, but it would be a, like um, like an after show of Blossom, like how there's the Talking Dead. It would be yeah. like after Blossom or Talking Blossom, Talking Blossom or Blossom Buddies. We could call it Blossom Buddies. Oh yeah, we just call it Blossom Buddies because <laughs> <laughs> Blossom Buddies still exist. It still mm-hmm. existed at some point previously yep. to the '90s. Do you, right. want, do you want to do a radio show called Blossom Buddies? Yeah, let's get, uh, I don't know, what do we get? Like ham radio equipment? Yeah. How do we make See, a pirate I, radio station? I always had real big ideas if our show had taken off to mm-hmm. do uh, April Fool's episodes every year. Yeah, we did that once. Which, which really only works if people are actually listening. Yeah. Uh, and it would have been cool to do after this conversation. I guess there's no more seasons. But if this if this show had to become big... We'd probably find a way to still call it Blossom Buddies. Yeah, our next. Show I mean, we big. we could we could just still call this show Blossom Buddies and be like when people ask us why is your show <laughs> we'll called like, Blossom Buddies because we'll we covered like, every we episode about of Blossom. Yeah. yeah, now but now uh, we're post Blossom. We're living in a post Blossom world, mm. and now our podcast is actually about X Y Z. The boss. And they're like Blossom, now. I definitely uh... don't want to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Because there's five seasons worth of a show of jokes you've made. I had jokes. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Where were if we? our next podcast gets big, we can do for April Fool's an episode of Blossom Buddies. A new That's brand true. new episode Just... of Blossom Buddies. <laughs> yeah, but episode... it'll be an episode that doesn't exist. That like doesn't we'll exist. write we'll write an episode of Blossom and then we'll talk about it as a Blossom Buddies episode. We'll write the I don't want to put too much work into it. We'll write the Coles notes. We'll write the synopsis. Yeah, like not yeah. a <laughs> not a script for a script. We'll throw. Blossom, we'll write a few lines. Blossom tries heroin <laughs> <laughs> and goes to Tony for advice. And and Joey goes to literally space. <laughs> he goes to literally space with, uh, but then he, it turns out that Kennedy uh, is a stowaway on the rocket ship with Winston the dog, because she's trying to get Winston a space bone back. <laughs> but then Stone Cold Steve Austin is the special guest and comes and, and kicks everybody because. He hates Blossom. And then and he doesn't see, like being told what to do. That's the way that's that, <laughs> that famous trick from writing from Trey Parker and Matt Stone writing South Park episodes. They don't just do. And then this happened. And then this happened. They do. Uh, this happens because this happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this happens or whatever. Yeah. And they send a, a whale to the moon. And then the, the set of whales to the moon. Because they thought it was an alien. Because the people at the amusement park were playing a joke on Kyle, making the whale talk and pretend he was it's, from space. It's true. 
Welcome to South Park Buddies. Welcome. That would be a good podcast. There's so many episodes. We yes. would not finish that show before one of us died. It's true. Well, we might before we die. Oh. Who knows? We don't like South Park's still going. It could last until we're both dead. We'd have to come up with a gimmick similar to the 22 minute episode thing. Speaking of which, how long do we got left on this fucking? Uh, we have uh, nine minutes left. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Okay, let's get back to the show. Let's get back so, to it. So Blossom also doesn't like that Tony's lead. Yeah, this is when we get to the, the Monopoly. Six is, is blah, blah, blah. I don't like Tony leaving. And Joey comes in and wants to play a board game. You forgot. Uh, are you going to gloss over the best part of the episode? Yeah, I guess so. What? Where Joey comes into the room and one one and a half people in the audience go, Oh, yeah. Woo! And that's, <laughs> they just go, Woo! I forgot to write that down. Because, <laughs> um, like, and I posited that this was right around the time when Seinfeld, like, people started wooing every time Kramer came into the room and that one person in the Blossom audience decided they were going to do that for Joey. And to play off of what you said, this whole subplot where they're playing, where they're having banter about playing Monopoly felt very like they were trying to lampoon or... or Imitate. Not lampoon. Imitate, I guess would be a better word for that. uh, Imitate like that kind of sitcom trope yeah, that only existed in Seinfeld at this point. Yeah, they were trying to do like the, the witty, clever comedian banter of like... I'm not a stickler for a tickler, as Family Guy put it. About nothing. About yeah, like just a like show it was, about it was, nothing. Yeah, they were doing, yeah, like you said, they were doing the show about nothing. It was just like, and it was really just uh, Blossom and Six, like arguing about who got to be the hat and who had to be the shoe playing Monopoly, which is yeah. kind of funny because, and I pointed out Hat Watch. Hat uh, Watch. It's kind of like, I guess, I think they did it as a tongue in cheek reference to like how there were hats all over the place. The it was very episode. meta because Blossom, Blossom goes, like, when I was a kid, I was always the hat. I was synonymous mm. with the hat. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh yeah, on our podcast, we used to have a thing called Hat Watch that we yeah. it hasn't been a thing in probably two seasons because oh, they stopped wearing hats. They stopped wearing hats because they probably wore all the hats that the wardrobe department had. And they're like, and fuck it, we're not buying more hats. It turns out that all in all, I think six wore more hats. Yeah, I think so. She kept the hats going much longer than Blossom did. Because Blossom as the main character, I think, had to have more diversity of her outfits, whereas Six being a side character, she could be the one with the hats. Yeah. Anyway. Blossom used to dress in straight up uh, offensive African garb at times. Yeah, that was, was ridiculous. Like she threw on a dashiki or whatever and was just yeah. like. There was a hat <laughs> as part of that outfit, though. And they were where they were at a concert. Was it Guns N' Roses? Something like that. It wasn't CNC Music Factory because the CNC Music Factory, that scene all happened out outside waiting to buy the tickets. While they're waiting for the tickets. Yeah, and CNC Music Factory showed up in the limo. And they just played the one part of that song over mm-hmm. and over, or is yep. that, or is that and when Salt and Pepper showed no, up? No, that was both. I mean, it was, <laughs> was CNC Music Factory, but the other was Salt and Pepper. When Salt and Pepper showed up at the Russo family garage sale, right? Yeah, and then they saw Fresh Prince at a hotel. But he was Fresh Prince uh, from the TV show, not Fresh Prince from uh, the being a rap star. But then Hillary showed up, and she was Hillary Banks from Beverly Hills, and not Hillary, yeah. not whatever Hillary. So Banks like, name. so Fresh Prince exists as an actor who plays the Fresh Prince on TV, but but uh, Karen Parsons does not exist. Um, just the character she plays. Fucking NBC. You know what the, this show's problem is? They did not, they were not meticulous with the details. 
No, that's what their problem was. They also <laughs> ran season four. That was yeah. a big problem for me. Yeah. All right, let's take this fucker home because it's just a series of things. Yeah, from here on, like, so basically, I mean, then there's this pointless scene. There's just the kitchen, Tony and Shelly basically telling each other they love each other. And that's the scene. Yeah, it's about two minutes long. And Tony's just like, everything you know, will be okay. Oh, everything's going to be fine. And then he, she makes some joke and he's like, oh, but, you know, she's like, I love everything about you. Your, your smile, confidence your, and your butt. confidence. And he's like, what about my butt? And I can identify with that because me and my wife talked about how much we love each other's butts. That yeah. might have been the most realistic thing in this whole episode. Nice. I like how this is, to, this is this is Tony's going your wife away loves episode. Your butt, Jason. You can stop talking about <laughs> I like how this is the, the the episode tried to treat Tony leaving the show with so much delicacy, and we're just like, whatever, fuck this dumb fucking dumb bullshit. Boom. Okay, next scene. Nick is playing the piano again for the first time in a very long time, and Carol comes over to comfort him. And Nick goes, you know what's odd? And Carol goes, that Chevy Chase has a career. Yeah. Shots fired on Chevy Chase. Okay. Like, like I think, like, because this happens... Well, in the 90s, like a bunch, like Chevy Chase is like a punching bag for yeah, I can remember Full House did one as well where Michelle's and like, you know what? Chevy I'm Chase. like now that we're post community and like the world sees what kind of a crazy man Chevy Chase has been all this time. Uh, I don't think it's it's poking fun at the fact that he's not funny. I think it's poking like it's it's like Chevy Chase is an asshole, so we're gonna he was the uh, notorious dick, yeah, we're just gonna take him down. Because in the nineties, I was like, "Why are they making these jokes about Chevy Chase?" Like Christmas Vacation's fucking hilarious. But he was probably a nightmare man on set because he was yeah. notoriously a dickhead on stage or on exactly. set. Exactly. So now we get why there was all kinds of jokes that Chevy Chase's expense in the nineties. Anyway, so, Nick is sad, and then we yeah, go back to back, playing Monopoly. Back to Blossom's room. They're playing Monopoly. They are. Uh, I wrote much. down that the Monopoly is going how Monopoly goes, which is of course terribly. Yeah, the same as like uh, playing Mario Kart with your friends. Everybody's going to start fighting. Somebody's going to win and dominate, and whoever else is playing is going to be sore loser about it because that's just Monopoly brings out the worst in people, and it, it's no, it's no way. Uh, yeah, it kind like of is a nice. It's well, it's, they, it's like collectors' items because they they put out a version of Monopoly for everything. Like there's Star Wars Monopoly, Simpsons Monopoly. Like there's probably Marvel superheroes Monopoly. There's just everything. Well, I was so going to say a collectors' item. Monopoly as a game is a nice uh, mirror of society. When you yeah. play it, you become a ruthless. Uh, you know. Okay, enough about Monopoly. Economist. We got three minutes to get through this shit, and uh, we have another episode to record, and it's getting late because okay. my kid is not sleeping lately. You wanted this. You wanted I know, this. I know, but let's get through it. <laughs> we got two and a half minutes left. Uh, we cut back to the, the living room. Tony is pacing, as Tony is wont to do, and then we get the first heart-to-heart. We get Joey and Tony having their heart-to-heart. They tell well, each yeah. other they're going to miss each other. Sorry, and one hug second. Before that, Joey pulls Blossom out of the bedroom and they mm. have a heart to heart about Tony leaving. Then we get a, a weird scene of Tony pacing, but he's very pensive. And this scene was That's weird to me because I know, but Joey comes down and they have that heart to heart, but they never resolve why Tony was just in the living room pacing. Like he was going to go tell somebody something. That's what I, that's what I got out of this scene. I think he was just waiting for somebody to come downstairs so he could have a heart to heart with them. I don't fucking know. I, mean, I think I think they were just like, you know what? It's Tony's last show. Let's have him pace. It's a thing that Tony does. Let's just have him pace. That's true. And they reminisce about being kids in the scene, which was also kind of sweet. Yeah. 
Then we cut to the kitchen and we get a repeat of Tony's first scene in the first episode where he um, takes the coffee pot out of the coffee maker and replaces it with a mug and like dumps all the cream in and he's just drinking coffee out of the, out of the coffee pot. Blossom comes in. They kind of emulate that first scene again uh, and have another heart to heart about Tony. You're my Tony. favorite person in the kitchen. And then, yeah, yeah, basically, then they talk about how, you know, no sad goodbyes. Uh, you know, let's just call, let's just say smell you later, basically. <laughs> and no looking let's back. Stand up, walk in opposite directions, and that's it. Even though the next day they're going to see each other when Tony's leaving for real. Yeah, it was weird because he's leaving the next day, but everyone's like, they're doing these goodbyes the day before. Anyway, and now Tony and Nick ha- uh, have a big hug. It's a big, big hug, hug, and they have their heart. Literally forty seconds. It's the longest hug in t- recorded television history. And then to get this through in the next fifty-three seconds, we cut to the next morning, and it's the bye everybody scene, where of course Tony and Shelly walk around the room saying goodbye to each individual person. Yeah, Shelly uh, goes through all the people and hugs them. Then Tony goes one by one. Uh, we get a fast talk from six. And she runs off like weeping hysterically. Like bawling harder than everybody else. Everybody says goodbye. He's about to leave. And then he pops back in and he's like, gotcha. I'm not going anywhere. And then they're all very sad. because yeah, nobody laughs. Trying to make a joke. Uh, and that's it. He's gone it, from the show. And then, and we then we, a, during credits, that is the, just that scene from the original pilot. And I want yeah, to point like they out re-aired, that Tony, they brought the, the actual footage back from the, the first scene. And I want to point out that Tony talks like, whoa, dude, like way more back then than he does now. And I yeah, really like uh, we used to talk about thing. that, how they talk like they were from New York, but that's gone. Anyway, this yeah. has been Blossom Buddies. Nice to see you. See you by now. Okay, Bye. 22 minutes. Bye. My favorite part of the episode.